Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 174. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Tony Katz. Yo, 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 yo. And the off-road, wait for me to crack a beer, Andy. I have cracked a beer, and I am enjoying it. Here he is. Yeah, I have a White Claw myself. I got a Pacifico. Yeah, you know, like you got a thousand degrees outside. I was just going to say, it's 100 degrees here where we're at, and uh, it's, it's much needed. I was just outside a moment ago to water some plants, and I was out there for about two minutes and came back inside, and I felt like I was already out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> I've Wait, found my beach. too, already. It's crazy. it's in Villa Park. Could be. I know that's a Corona, but nonetheless, what's Pacifico's ad? Uh, Cerveza de Pacifico? What are you talking yeah, about? what are you talking about? <laughs> well, because Corona has Find Your Beach. What's their, like, slogan? Yeah. It's probably in Spanish. You wouldn't know. It's probably like... That's what I just said. Pacific. La Cerveza del Pacifico. Well, that yeah. just means... The, the Pacific beer, of the beer. Pacific. Yeah. yeah, but it's not a very good slogan. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, it could be Pacifico, the beer of the Pacific. Yeah, I mean we, that we, that's kind of very, like very literal. The Pacific is like the entire like West Coast at that point, isn't it? Pretty much. That's a beer of the people. Yeah, it's even the entire s- Southwest Coast. Oh, see, there you go. So they're basically trying to claim like half the United States. Well, I'm saying like, even like Chile more. is on the Pacific Ocean, right? Yeah, All right. even more. Maybe Pacifico is very popular in Chile. Well, it's yeah, something so to find out. This is our sports podcast, and uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. And uh, if you notice, we didn't have a sports podcast last week, and uh, you know we've been kind of missing them. And it looks like we might be able to start having them more regularly as the NBA season has officially announced they are returning. So don't get your hopes up on having a sports podcast every week because. The NBA is not returning until July 31st. Hey, and quarantine time, that's in like two hours. Maybe. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but that that's still another you know, seven weeks away. Uh, they're not even going to start. Uh, I think the teams will start practicing in a few weeks, and then they're going to go to Orlando because they have to be there for at least two weeks for quarantine shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they'll go. I think July 7th is when they're all going to go to Orlando and then just, I guess, hang out together, have fun. That kind of shit, but right then the, the games. No, they can't do that. Disney what? won't. They won't. I, I saw that. Said, oh, will will be all these people be out? You know, going to Disney World, and it said even the Orlando Magic will not be able to leave the complex, even though they live in Orlando. Well, so so uh, by July thirty first is when we expect our first game, right? And it's going to be like a. They're basically going to do like a five game regular season. I think I, I think I saw eight. Eight, eight. Okay. So then after that, it's a pretty tentative schedule that they're on. So after that. They say August 16th through 17th will be a play-in tournament, which will be between the Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, Suns, and Wizards. Potentially. To, to potentially to join a 16 current playoff to, to join the current the 16 current playoff teams. And then August 18th will be the first round. September 1st will be the second round. September 15th, the conference finals. September 30th will be the NBA Finals game one. And they have it set up that if there is a game seven, I believe it would be October 12th is when they said would be the final, final day. And then the NBA draft will be October 18th. There so you they're go. still doing that. So it's, it's going to be crazy to see. And the funny thing is, is we usually see basketball in October, but it's the start of the season. Now we're seeing the playoffs in October. Unbelievable. So that's going to be a little weird. And uh, I think I heard that their plan was then going to be to – I heard it somewhere that their plan was by December or something was just going to be to start the regular season back up. They haven't put anything in stone for that, but that seems very likely. That that's what I yeah I saw something like that because if you think about it, we've already given them 
by the time this starts at the end of July, you've given them uh, four and a half months off at that point, you know, because the season ended about, I think, March 11th. Mm-hmm. So by the time it's July 31st, you're looking at, yeah, four and a half months. So they already got their break. Let them play, give them another two months, and hey, that evens out, to me at least. Yeah, so uh, another thing about this uh, restart is that not all the teams will be coming. So yeah. uh, 22 teams will be going to Orlando, so the the rest of the teams... Which I believe is will... of the other 10 teams, right? There's 32 or 30 teams in the NBA? I think it's 30. Okay. Um, so those eight teams literally are going to have nine months of rest. Well, about. They're, they're going to have a forced camp because of that issue. So they're very worried, and and some of those teams are kind of pissed, like the Hawks. Yeah, I know that they've been very political throughout all this. I feel like. Yeah, because they have a young team, and they want it. They want to play. They want. They know they suck, but they can get better if you get a uh, Hunter and Cam Reddish and Trey Young all playing together. Yeah. And now they miss out on that development time. Yeah. And you know, but they're going to have a camp at some point, and you I, know, while the NBA is playing. It's funny because meanwhile, I feel like a team like the Warriors is loving this. Like, yeah, let's give Curry and Thompson who are coming off injuries that all the extra time in the world uh, to get better. They also clinched the best lottery odds by not playing any more games. Yeah. So we'll see what they end up doing with that. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't even know who the clear cut number one is anymore. I mean, it's been so long mixed with it was just such a terrible NBA. I mean, college basketball season. Yeah. Like skill wise, I felt. I know there's that guy from Georgia, Anthony Edwards. I know there's the what is it white what was Wiseman. his name Wiseman, and then uh i mean there's still those rumors of what is it uh, ball yeah yeah lamello ball which i don't see happening but i mean maybe fuck maybe i just don't know yeah i think last i saw he was the second best prospect so yeah well we'll see i mean that'll be uh exciting i mean uh it'll be cool to have basketball back and i feel like at first it's going to be weird but i feel like i i'll adjust when i'm watching it as you know like in a bar somewhere or something like that and even though there's no fans there, it's like, I'll still, I mean, it won't matter. I'll be around people that are yelling and cheering for when we're watching, for me, Laker games, for Andy Clipper games. But it'll be good. I think people will be just, I think being in places will have such a good atmosphere because nobody can be at these games. So people are going to want to go out and watch them, be around people and cheer. And knowing the fact that sports was taken from us for, by the time July comes around for almost five months, like people are going to be, uh, I think, extra loud and excited to see like real sports back. So it should definitely be a, uh, an exciting time. I do wonder how um, they're going to do the telecast of this because so in the, at the beginning they're going to use three arenas. They said by the end of it, you know, they only need one, and that the games will be separated by four hours. But will all of them be like ESPN broadcasts? Are the local networks going to want to have their shit on there? Fuck it's a local a, network. Everyone should be able to watch all of these on ESPN. I, if you can't watch the Laker games still. Because they're on fucking Fox, KCAL 9, whatever bullshit. They're not on KCAL 9 I don't anymore. know what channel they're on, but I don't get it on Hulu. No, they're not KCAL 9. <laughs> no, it, actually, I don't think it'll be like that. I, I think the I playoff think games be, will all be on regular channels. I don't know about these five regular season games. Because the whole point, I thought, was because of the TV deals. Yeah, so the local channels want to get their, what they paid for, too. So, yeah, I guess put the regular uh, rest of the preseason or the regular season games on... Your pretend networks that only Spectrum people get to watch, and then the rest of the playoffs that matter, I want to watch. Yeah, I think the playoffs will go as as you know as planned, but uh, yeah, it just means will. it just means that things will be at different times. So it'll be like the summer league, I think, where it's like, oh, there'll be each arena will have three games each day, and it's just you can watch them back to back. That could be. 
um, fun, but also exhausting as a fan trying to. Well, especially because Andy, let's not forget either. Gamblers, big gamblers are going to be watching this game. So many people bet now. Now you're going to have all these people that are probably at that point still not working. Can have a game on it. Let's say in the, this West Coast, a game at on ten in the morning our time, and then on again at one o'clock, then four o'clock, then seven o'clock. You're just going to bet, 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 bet all day long. It's going to be like a Saturday in baseball or something. Yeah, I think that could be a lot of fun on Saturday, but on Tuesdays that's going to be rough. I just treat yeah. it like the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's true. actually I actually brought that up today. To, uh, last night I think I was talking about how uh, the World Cup this year, how I pissed I would have been that it was if the world cup would have been this year. But, and then that made me remember that, Oh shit, the Olympics were supposed to be this summer. Yeah. Like the Olympics would be about, would they be starting now in June or would they, they start in July? I don't know the official date, but I would, I would think July. I think it's usually. Yeah. Later. Like it'd be a July, August thing. Yeah. Like truly summer, you know? So, uh, the other thing about this, this regular season that they're finishing up. So yeah, big reason they're doing that is for money. Get more games on on TV. It's better for uh, the players. The players are taking pay cuts right now, but they're still making most of what they uh, were going to get. But then they're all they also worried about seeding. They want to give teams a chance to you know pass another team. I know the Lakers have a pretty significant lead over the Clippers in the West, but the Clippers have a very slim lead over the rest of the field in the West, and uh, they could drop to like the five seed if they have a really bad eight game run here. Um, I think similarly in the Eastern Conference. It's impossible to catch Milwaukee, but you know Boston can catch. Yeah, I didn't realize Philly was like five or six or something, weren't they? Or like, yeah, Philly's pretty far down there. They dropped. Yeah, I didn't realize they were starting to do that bad. So they do want teams to you know have a chance to uh, improve their seeding, and then uh, yeah, the other part is just to get to the field. So there's 22 teams. It's still going to be a 16 team playoff. Yeah. So the the rule they're doing is that the team that finishes in eighth will go automatically to the eighth spot if they have a four game lead over any other team. If not, then the eight and nine seeds play a playoff round where the nine seed would have to win two games to advance. And the eight seed would just have to win one? So, like, say Memphis has a two-game lead over San Antonio, and uh, so they would only have to beat San Antonio once, and they would get the eight seed. Hey, I'll tell you what. I would love to see, my opinion, I want to see that uh, either be Memphis or New Orleans versus uh, Blazers. I just feel like with the Blazers, if they're going to get healthy, I just feel like they're going to... Come out there and do something. What's crazy is Phoenix is in it. Think, oh, like they're, I like they're, Phoenix too. You think Phoenix is going to be yeah. good in a few years. Devin Booker, and that's about it. But uh, Ubre had a pretty good year this year well, for him. Aiden came back strong when he came back. Yeah. Just, what do you get from that kind of guy going forward? Who's the Suns coach? Is anyone Shit, significant? I don't know. Still Dave Off the top of my mind, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Double duty. Yeah. They're close enough. But I think that I think that eight game regular season will be fun. The other thing is teams can't improve their oh, Andy, uh, draft spot. Monty Williams is the Suns right, head coach. That's, that's it. So that's not a bad man to have as your head coach. Yeah, you know he can help a young team. He's like a a good uh, a good teacher, I would say. Yeah, he, he did all right with uh, New yeah. Orleans there. He, was he playoffs. the Was he that New Orleans coach when they had Chris Paul? Uh, this this is too hard. Yeah, Trying to is. remember all that. Right, now I'm curious. Uh, I'm gonna go to the. But uh, yeah, the thing is, you can't you can't improve your draft spot. So if like let's say the Phoenix Suns lose all of the games, they don't get to actually drop below a team. So the teams that are out already have their slots locked. Okay. So, um, but if you do come back to make the playoffs, then you are out of the lottery, just like it would be normally. So, right. but otherwise, they'll use your the record as of the last day of the season there. 
So he did coach the New Orleans Hornets, but that was in 2010. That's so that for like was, one year. So was that the Chris Paul team? Yeah, I think the Chris Paul is still in there for another season. All right. So he coached Anthony Davis and then probably for a couple seasons. Right. I don't remember the whole thing. Yeah, this no, is not the point not of the important. podcast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was just curious. We'd like to answer our <laughs> questions just in case people are out there yelling at their uh, stereo or their iPod or whatever their or iPad or whatever the fuck, their iPhone. iPods, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, if you're listening on an iPod, God bless you. How'd you figure well, that out? iPod Touch could get iPods or podcasts, I think. Well, you know they're called podcasts for a reason. <laughs> they go to your iPod. Oh, yeah, Andy. That was oh, the original Andy. concept. So. Oh, oh, Andy, don't. <laughs> A little trip down memory lane there. I look forward to this, and it, it's nice to get something oh, back yeah. to make it kind of feel like this is and a as normal a, year again. As a gambler, too, I look forward to it, but in a very scary way. The fact. Yeah, I worry. I mean, that's, like Andy said, still far enough away. I mean, what's next month? Are we going to have the earthquake, or are we going to have the volcano? <laughs> I prefer the volcano with Tommy Andy the Jones. Andy said the other day it was volcano. <laughs> yeah. Tommy the Jones will save us all. You really do never know. They have about, like, what, five? They have July... August, September, October, to come up with stuff before the elections. So they got four months to really try to fuck things up. Yeah. You're talking about, of course, the Illuminati. Yeah. yeah. Jay-Z's going to go talk to the volcano. All right, my man, you got to erupt. He saw something that said, like, I, I don't know. I think I talked about it last week, maybe, about how I saw something funny that said at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, dinosaurs came back and stuff. Yeah. They're working on it. But. <laughs> I saw something today that said, uh, what is it, uh, Crypto, so what is it called when you like freeze yourself? Cryogenics. Cryogenics. I literally was behind a license plate today that said, with cryogenics, heaven can wait. <laughs> it's like, <Pretty> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So there's people out here in our hometown of where we're living. I shouldn't say hometown, but at least not my hometown. Maybe your guys's, but. It's close enough for me to call it hometown, I guess. Where we're living, it's good to know that there's people out here that have the plans to freeze themselves. And then come back a little I'm later. I'm sure Andy is one of those. It worked for Austin Powers. Yeah, it also Andy's worked for gonna freeze himself Han Solo. and just say, don't open me up until the Clippers are about to win the championship. No, Andy's going to be frozen a long, long time. So I was going to say, like three months, but oh, okay. Oh, okay. Andy. Honestly, maybe. Yeah, you never know. It's kind of crazy because uh, it's really quick from the last thing I saw with like the NBA odds. And this NBA is the only sport that you'll see like a, such a drop. But I think it was like the Bucks were like plus 240 as the favorites or like plus 220. And then the Lakers were plus 250. The Clippers were like plus 300. And then literally the next team was plus 1,200. And it was like wow. Houston and probably Boston, I think, was up there. Well, no one trusts the field there, really. There's a lot of flawed teams. So Yeah. And then you look at teams like the Blazers that were literally, I think, like plus 22,000 or something, which is kind of exciting. Last I saw, the Lakers were the favorite, though, which was Yeah, I mean, this, this was about a week ago disrespectful to the bucks well you gotta understand though andy when it first came out it was milwaukee so that means if those odds are out that means people can bet on it yeah. lakers are a public team so more money is going to come in on the lakers which is going to make them pass milwaukee but milwaukee's definitely gonna be in the finals this year there's not a doubt in my mind about that i mean unless like someone comes down with the coronavirus yeah but. we gotta do the like the warriors asterisk which is like if the also whole team gets hurt before this all starts we should just for shits do predictions or something we might as well just give the people some oh, we NBA have seven weeks to do it no, I know, but I'm saying like when it really comes yeah. down to like the week before or something. Just I'm gonna, kind of, I'm gonna study. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do our own little uh, like the actors bracket. Could do something. <laughs> but for like basketball that. teams, and then we'll see a real bracket. Yeah. Well, because I say that because today on our entertainment pod we conclude our best actors of the 2010s. So yeah. yeah. We're down to see the finals. Who, who's gonna cut down the nets? Yeah. 
metaphorically speaking. Which which guy is going to do it? Um, so there was one big question we all had about this return of the NBA. Uh, I know we had discussed it, and we have an answer now. Kevin Durant is going to come back for the Nets. He is? No, is he? Oh, I think I saw he isn't. He is not. Yeah, he is not. So that I think was that's that was, smart. There, I think that I guarantee you that was a team decision, like for a franchise decision. Because I believe here's my thing, Andy. Like I'll just rebuttal with this: if Kyrie, because Kyrie Irving's not playing, right? I don't think so. If Kyrie Irving was playing and healthy, do you think Durant comes back? I think it all depends on Durant's health. Is he actually ready or not? Okay, there if you they're go. They're saying he's not because that injury. Is rough. A lot of times yeah. people pretend that you I mean, can come back quick. That injury ruined like DeMarcus Cousins pretty much, right? I mean, he hasn't really been the same. Wasn't the same injury yeah. Achilles? Yeah. I feel like whoever wins this is going to have an asterisk next to it anyway. So yeah. they might as well just shape up for next year. Yeah. I think this is worth it. I think. Well, no, I, I think it's worth it for like the, the top three teams, like the Clippers, Lakers, and Bucks. But I think what Sean's getting at is I'm talking about Brooklyn's not going to win it. Yeah. So why risk Maybe they him? could with a healthy Durant. When he was healthy, not he without, was the, Not without Irving. He was the best player. If, like, you, if you had a healthy Durant and a healthy... That's why I asked about Irving. If you had a healthy Durant and a healthy Irving, and then you have the way that like Lavert's played, like Dinwiddie at times, then I think for sure... DeAndre Jordan's still on that team, I believe. Yeah. Joe Harris... Then I think for sure, like they would be a, a team that could, in my opinion, compete with any team in the East. Do you remember how good Durant played those first two rounds? Yeah, it was he just he made the. Clippers but I'm just joke. saying, like it helps to have help. So I'm wondering yeah. if they think without Kyrie Irving, also they can't do it. Is what I'm getting at. I mean, I believe he could carry that team far, but I don't think him alone on that Nets team could win a championship. Durant's always played with help, and I, I mean, I'm not saying anything against him. I know he's great and could do it on his own, but. It's just like he's always had another a Robin next to him. He's always had he had Harden and Westbrook, and then he had just Westbrook, and then he had Curry and Thompson. Do you really consider Westbrook help? Like a lot of yeah. those times, he's, he's hurt. Here's what I consider help: is that they're a distraction out there. Sure, Westbrook's can is you know whatever, but he still distracts. You still have to watch out for him. I mean, there's times this year on the Rockets where they focused more on Harden, and Westbrook dropped like forty. I think he did it against the Clippers or something. Because I remember Doc Rivers said something about it. Yeah, it was not fun. Yeah, where he said people forget that he's still that he's a good player, and it's like you know you put all your focus on James Harden, and then Russell Westbrook goes out there and surprises you with thirty five, twelve, and nine or something. That's all I'm getting at. Either way, I'm excited for it. There's uh, one more guy who will not be playing in this, uh, you know, fake season, and that let is us, Lamarcus Aldridge. I was going to have you let us guess, but that doesn't matter because the oh. Spurs are toast anyway. It doesn't matter, but still, he's a, a, a signature player in in some people's minds. He's, yeah, I saw him play this year. He's great. Famous yeah. in some respects, but uh, he had surgery, so he will not be ready. So I kind of feel bad, and I think it was his shoulder. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, that tall. You know, basketball but shoulders get hurt a lot. It's kind of sad, and they probably just didn't think, like, let's just, let's just get it done because we don't think their season will come back. And then, uh, we're back. But again, the Spurs, I think they're, like, tied with uh, everyone for nine right now, so they're all three and a half behind. So I think they're even a, a long shot to even make the uh, playoffs at all. So not not a big blow, but uh, if you happen to watch the Spurs here in this uh, eight game season, you're like, "Where's Lamarcus? He is hurt." Yeah, it was courtside for that Spurs Clipper game. Did he hit some uh, turnaround nineteen footers? Uh, I have on video a killer crossover from George step back three to win the game. That has nothing to do with Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> no, but it does not. He was there. <laughs> well, is that it for the basketball chatter? Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to some NFL stuff? Yes, yeah, so the NFL is uh, 
hasn't had any issues with when they're going to start the season. Their plan is just to go ahead as normal. Um, I think training camps are still a couple months away. Um, but there was some news in the NFL that a former player was killed this past week, Rache Caldwell. Not a big name by any means, but um, it's uh, personal to me. He played for the Chargers. He played, I think, 2003 to 2005. So, uh, you know, with the Drew Brees era of the San Diego Chargers. And uh, back back during that time, I actually went to games on occasion. And uh, one of the games I happened to see against the Titans, he uh, probably had one of his best games as a pro. He had like a big, long touchdown catch. And it was like, oh, I thought this guy was going to be, you know, the receiver of the future for the team. Because that team had really bad receivers. Um, he ended up getting hurt that year, missed the season. And they ended up trading for Keenan McCardell because they really had no one receiver. And the Chargers had a good season. And it kind of sucked that he didn't get to be part of that playoff run. Um, and then the next year, I went to a game. And uh, he was still with the team, but he was, you know, he's not, he wasn't a star. And uh, I had, we had these really weird seats that they were like kind of in front of like a box or something. You know, those ones that it's like, it seems like, why are they even here? But uh, I saw a guy, he was sitting close to us. He was in a wheelchair. He had his leg up in like a cast. And I realized that was uh, Rache Caldwell's brother, Andre Caldwell, who had uh, tore his ACL in a game like just a few weeks earlier on national TV. I was like, I saw that guy at Florida. He tore his ACL. Woof. And I was like, oh. And then, uh, so I thought it was exciting. I was like, oh, the guy's right there. And that guy ended up playing the NFL for a few years. Again, not a star. But um, but after Caldwell left the Chargers, he was the Pats' number one receiver in the 2006 season. And what that's probably what he's best known for was he dropped a pass on fourth down in the AFC Championship game, which basically lost the game for the Patriots. And... You know, he, his career really never recovered from that. And it looks like he uh, was involved in crime ever since uh, leaving the NFL. And now he was murdered. So it's sad. It's kind of crazy to think about. Like, I had such high hopes for that guy, you know, 16 years ago. And uh, so I'm watching it right now, actually, the dropped pass. So it wasn't on fourth down. It wasn't. It was actually, so the score at the time was 28 to 28. And it was a first and 15 from about the, the uh, Indianapolis 20. And he was wide open. And it looks like he looked up ahead and said, so it's kind of hard to say because if he catches that ball, there was a guy coming. It looks like he probably would have maybe had like a gain of like 10 or something. And would have set up like a second and short. And so I think people just assume they would have been able to score a touchdown because they ended up leading to a field goal, I think, that drive. So that made it 31-28. And then on the Colts receiving drive, I believe they scored to go up 35-31, which I think ended up being the final. Yeah. I don't remember all the details, but yeah, I think there's still Pats fans that talk about that, which is like really fuck off. It, it's just an easy bailout. It's like with people with the Cubs when they always blame uh, that fan. It's like, yeah, that's true, but then it's like you guys also ended up giving up another like three, four runs or whatever ended up happening, you know, and it's like it's easy to blame someone else. So it's like who knows what would have happened, but it obviously was enough to get in his head and fuck with him because he obviously didn't last much longer after that and ended up going down a dark path. And I imagine, you know, a lot of mental health came in with that, which uh, can definitely get the best of you. So it's a bummer. It looks like he got involved with some shady shit since he was shot. So, that's yeah, a bummer. Yeah, let's hope we uh, quit hearing these stories because they happen, 
uh, way too often. It yeah, it's a like. bummer when you get a lot of these former athletes that their careers don't pan out and they've got they just go south in the deep end. And well, just, even ones that seem like they were too successful to get back into this, but you know. That always sometimes worries me with like J.R. Smith, you know, like he's out of the NBA right now and it's like he already kicked the shit out of some guy, obviously for vandalizing his car, but J.R. Smith is he's a thug, dude. He's uh he's he's a pro he likes to party. He's uh Yeah, I think it's different than like real criminal activity though. Yeah, but you never know, dude. That guy's got if you were to see that guy normally, if you didn't know he played basketball, that guy's I don't know. I'm not trying to stereotype, but he's he's a scary dude. He's yeah, a, I mean he's he's a hell of a he's player. Six, and he's, eight. Yeah, covered and he's, yeah, in tattoos. Never has a shirt. Well, I'm on. just saying because the, the guy literally had to leave the Knicks because he went to the club every night. Which I mean, that would be like me if I played for the Knicks. Yeah, <laughs> they have dive bars where that's the 50 yeah, that's, that's what it'd be. That's why they didn't draft Tony. Yeah, they have, like yeah, stuff like that. Little dive bars around town. Like, well, we we wanted to pick you up for our your outside <laughs> shot, but just can't risk it. We, we saw you around the world tapes, and we think we could use that. <laughs> Maybe they could. The Knicks are pretty bad. Yeah, they honestly could. They're going to get to the point where they just hold open tryouts. Get uh, Vince Papali up in there. All right, uh, shall we move off, off of NFL and uh, go into an update for the NHL? Uh, the update for the NHL is that there is no update from the NHL. Oh. That uh, we talked about their um, agreement on how they're going to restart the season, but there is still no date yet. So that's the update that even though things seem to be everyone's trying to make plans to get things started again, they don't know, but they think it'll be around the same time as basketball. So doesn't that kind of sound like uh, you'll know better than me, but PlayStation versus Xbox. So they came out like, hey, guys, guess what? We're talking about bringing the league back. And you haven't heard anything from the NBA. And then the NBA is like, hey, uh, yeah, we're coming back on the end of July. Fuck yeah! Everyone's like, who's no one's talking about NHL at that point. Yeah, I mean they, uh, they they jumped right over them, but that's that's their own fault for not actually putting stuff in in writing, have the details out there. Yeah, I uh, saw that press conference was coming. I was like, oh cool, like that's coming back. That means basketball's probably gonna follow. And then they didn't say shit. Yeah. So we'll keep you posted. Um, they, they have a whole different format of how they're gonna come back, but it's it's somewhat similar in that they're limiting teams right off the bat, but. Yeah, like the Ducks. We just, we just don't know. All right, well, anything else to add before we wrap up uh, the short but sweet sports uh, podcast? Well, we got to update you on baseball as well. Oh. Again, baseball has no plans yet. Oh. Uh, there's, there's a lot of fighting because... Because, the, yeah. One issue is that because baseball is so dependent on people going to the games to make their money rather than TV money, that they actually will lose... The owners will lose money for every game played because they'll have to like pay the players for the game, but they won't get any ticket revenue. 500 games, $500,000 worth of seeds for the players to chew during the games. So the the issue, the issue is that the players say we're going to get paid our full per game amount regardless. So that's what they're sticking to. And I can understand that. Uh, The owners are saying, okay, we can do that. We can compromise. We'll only play a short season then because then they won't lose as much. Well, the players are like, how about we play 120 games so we get 120 games worth of pay? And then the owners are like, no, fuck no. So right now it seems like nobody is willing to budge on this. You know, I don't want to side with the billionaire owners. But you understand where they're coming from. It it seems like 
if I was an, a baseball player, I'd be like, just do the 80 games. Just fuck it. Just do it. Yeah, it just seems like a lot of these guys don't even have like the will to play. Like They're just making excuses. I know Blake Snell was very uh, vocal about it, the whole thing. And then like I know some players have already said like because of injuries, they're not like playing this year no matter what type thing. And I don't know. And then I know Mike Trout said something like, oh, you know, we'd have to get tested like every day. And it's like, well, I mean, maybe. It's, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not a big deal. It's not that big of a deal. Andy gets tested once a week. Yeah. How um, did that test go? Negative. I know, but I'm saying like it's pretty exciting. So yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I sneezed. It caused me a sneeze. Oh boy! Because I had the thing up my nose. Wow, and I was, was like, in oh, your no. nose. I was like, oh no! And like, <laughs> she's like, you can take it out. And I'm like, oh shit! And I went, just sneezed. It went into your brain. And then I was like, good thing I don't have the virus, right? Jeez. Well, anyway, but yeah, it, it seems to me like these baseball guys don't even want to play this year, but. It'll be very interesting if it uh, if baseball does happen because now like baseball hasn't even been on my mind. Like I was all excited about baseball. I was even saying again the other night how stoked I was to sit in the backyard on a nice on a day like today where it's going to be like by the time it's eight o'clock it's like nice out because it's like eighty degrees so it's just that warm nice summer feeling. Watch the game, but yeah, you can put the Angels on on this outdoor. That's what TV. I was going to say. That that's exactly what I was going. I was saying have the Angel game on there, betting the over, Andy. You know, have like over nine and a half. Have the score be five to two in like the bottom of the fourth. Already feeling good. Those, that's what I miss, Andy. That is what I miss. And you, the people what, at home, the people listening, I know they miss that too. And what you're missing as an Angels fan is uh, they actually signed a good player this yeah, year. Yeah, Anthony Rendon. What about you, Andy? At least we have Rendon for a few years. The Dodgers only had like one year for bets. So I saw a video of uh, Mookie, Mookie Betts Dodgers highlights. And it was literally just like an interview in spring training. <laughs> and then him jogging. <laughs> that's actually really funny. Well, how long did the Angels sign Rendon for? Like four years or something? I think, I think seven. That's why I thought it was seven two, but that I didn't. That didn't seem yeah. right. But you're probably right. So yeah, at least for the Angels, it's like they've got that for a while. But yeah, for for uh, Dodgers fans, you better hope. I mean, do you think Betts comes back? Like, is he like I got to at least play one season for the Blues? I don't think if the, the season doesn't happen, I don't think this year will count for the contracts. Oh, That's so I get what thought. you're saying. So yeah. it's like as if the trade never happened and then it starts over. Well, the trade will still have happened, but like the year of his contract. So it's like he will. still should get full one full year. Yeah, I agree with that because That's it's how like it work. Vertigo probably stay is going to stay with the Red Sox. So then ultimately it'd be like, hey, the Boston got a better deal from it if we don't get to keep bets. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Verdugo gets to stay with Boston. Cause I'm more worried that. that like we'll lose uh, Justin Turner to the wilderness. <laughs> He'll just never come back. Well, here's the thing you got to think about too. Like you think about someone like David Price. I mean, yes, the season doesn't happen, but everybody still gains a year in life. Yeah, there's so older David players Price there. at that point is just basically extinct. Yeah, Price, Kershaw, and Justin Turner are all. You know what also pisses me off the most with the whole baseball thing is, let's not all forget about the Astros. I wanted. <laughs> we have. <laughs> I know we have, and that's what sucks. Because, but I think once things go back to normal and they're at in a other stadium, people will remember. People, people will remember that moment they see that Astro logo and they see Bregman and Correa and Altuve. It's like they'll start booing again. Maybe they'll change your name. Oh, that's good, that Alan. Borg, what? Alan Borgman. Oh boy! I, I thought you were saying the Astros would change their names. So that's why I was really confused where you were going with that. <laughs> we change your name to Alan. <laughs> Houston Allen's. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, wrap up. Our sports pod, it's been a good one. Uh, you've been listening to episode 174 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Andy Allen Borgman off-road. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. It's great. <laughs> and Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. And uh, we're hoping that, you know, at least by end of July for sure, maybe even earlier, that we can actually get back into like a real sports podcast. But till now, things are still a little weird, but they're getting they're getting less weird, and that's the good thing.
Beatles say it's getting better all the time, right? All right, we'll see you later.